Welcome to the Light on Being podcast. I am the host, Claire Zavko. The Light on Being podcast is dedicated to growth and transformation through conscious talks and conversation. It is time to remember our value, step into our wholeness, and live life fully. Join me monthly on every full moon for practical techniques, radical insight, and conversations with entrepreneurs, teachers, healers, and spiritual leaders. I'm excited. Let's get started. Welcome back on this harvest full moon. And with the equinox coming next week, it is another powerful time. A lot of energy being reflected back at our planet. Before we get into today's episode, let's start with a mindful minute. Take a moment to settle wherever you are. Pause. As long as you're not driving, you can close your eyes. But just pause. Just stop the fidgeting. Stop all the movement and pause. If you're seated, feel the seat beneath you or whatever is beneath your feet. Just feel your connection to the earth. Feel your legs beneath you. Whatever the texture is of whatever you're connected to. And let the spine be long. Let the shoulders draw back. Soften the shoulders. Soften the face. Allow your heart to lift. Take a conscious breath in. And a conscious breath out. And take two more deep conscious breaths on your own. Feel your presence in your body, in your seat or stillness, wherever you are. Then allow your awareness to expand. Notice any sounds in this moment. The temperature on your skin, on your clothing. Any scent, any smell. The presence of any beings in the room or nearby. and any light and then when you're ready open your eyes and come into this space so here we are on this harvest full moon with the upcoming equinox next weekend so equinoxes are always powerful times and the fall equinox is a, another time in our calendar Another time in nature's cycle where in most places the amount of hours of the day is equal to the amount of hours in the night. The other time that this exists is back in the spring. It was back in the spring at this time when we had our first episode. And here we are on the seventh episode. And also with the full moon being the harvest full moon, this is a time of reflection. That This is an important time in nature when we can reflect and to really look at what has occurred 
what has occurred in the last cycle, in the last couple cycles in 2019. And just take a moment to honor your own cycle and your own journey and what has unfolded. And then at the same time, as we're approaching this equinox, equinoxes are reminders of our next cycle. And so this is a powerful time where we can really activate our own new growth cycle. So it's a twofold purpose as we move into today's episode of reflection as well as activation. A while ago, a few years ago, I came across an article that was discussing a nurse who had worked with patients who were in their last few months of their life. And while she was working with these patients, she would ask them if there was anything they would have shifted or done differently in their life if they still you know, had more life. And she documented the things that all the patients said. And after she documented many, many patients, she started to see there was a lot of common themes, which caused her to write a blog post, which then also ended up being so popular it turned into a book. And so what she wrote about was, she called it, The Five Regrets of the Dying. And, you know, the thing is, if you're listening to this episode, you're in life, that here we are. We are in the gift of life right in this moment. And our life itself began when we took our first breath in this body. And our life in this body ends when we take our last breath in this body. And our life itself is every breath in between. So as we're here and listening to this episode and this, this moment, we do have life. We do have these breaths where we can make conscious choices. You know, so I really was touched when I read this article and came across it because it was such a reminder that we can choose new ways and that we don't have to live a life of regret that in every single moment we have the opportunity to choose ourself and our purpose and our soul's calling and life and what we're truly here to do and how we're truly here to uplift and inspire and make an impact in wherever we are individually planted. So the first regret that she heard and this was actually the most common of all of them. The first one was, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. You know, and this makes me think, of a cemetery and you know when we see a cemetery or drive past a cemetery you know the sad part about the cemetery is not that there are you know former bodies buried there but the 
you know, the, the part that is unfortunate about it is that in that cemetery is unlived dreams and unspoken words and unmanifested visions. And the list goes on. You know, so it's just such a reminder that there's, there's nothing to be waiting for, that each of us has unique dreams on our heart and soul. And we are here in this time and space continue the, continuum so that we may realize them and we may actualize them. You know, and that's the relevance of this human experience that, you know, each one of us has these unique desires and what lights me up is different than what lights you up. And, you know, the more and more of us that become curious about what really, really lights us up, you know, and for me personally, what lights me up and, and what has really always lighted me up and and just keeps me going is learning, truly. It's just learning and evolution. That's what I care about. That's what I wake up in the morning to learn and to evolve. And then with that being the driver, then the way it shows up is that sometimes I play the role of a student. I go to workshops and I go to trainings. And then other times I play the role of teacher and I get the opportunity to teach in a classroom, in a yoga studio. But in the end, what, what's driving me, though, is this, this just unending passion and desire to learn and grow and evolve, you know, which was the catalyst to begin this podcast itself. You know, I wasn't looking to start a podcast, but it's a venue, another place where there can be learning and evolution and growth and not even for only the listener, but also for the, the speaker as well. So... You know, to as we're here on this harvest moon, again, can can we all take time to just reflect on like really what does it mean to live a life true to myself? And no one else really knows what that means except the individual being. And as we get curious about that, reflect on that, and become clear on that, then... You know, the path on how to do that just starts unfolding. You know, it, for me, it, it's not like I had to go look then for places to teach. It's like once the clarity was there on this is what really wakes me up, It my experience was that opportunities just started showing up. Like because I was really opening to soul purpose, that the, the opportunities just were there. It wasn't a struggle. You know, so, so there's that space as we really reflect on what is true to me. And when we choose to live our life from a place of what others may expect, what maybe family, partners, society, anyone has ever told us of, here's the career you need to have, here's the career you should have. Even when we follow that path, you know, in the end, we can lie to everyone. We can lie to the world. But in the end, we cannot lie to ourselves, And we have to look ourselves in the mirror and say, you know, does this really light me up? And if it doesn't, it's taking. It's taking from oneself. It's taking from 
the world and it's taking from those unique desires that are placed on your heart. So this first one is, is really powerful to just really bring that inner reflection on what is true to me and myself and bringing light to that. The second one, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. And as people shared about this one, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. They were often referring to, you know, because they were working, they missed family events. They missed time with their children. They missed time with their spouse, time with their loved ones because they were working, that they were caught up in the, the treadmill of their work life. And as I hear this one, what, what arises for me is those times when there, I, know, I know there's something I need to get done. I know there's something that's relevant for me to complete, but maybe I feel tired or uninspired or, you know, I'd rather just procrastinate that I just, I reflect and I don't know why, but I've always said this my whole life. It's like, I know when I'm on my deathbed in my last moments, I'm not going to say, oh, I wish I just took another nap. You know, I wish I got another hour of sleep in. I wish I just rested a little more. You know, I know in, in that moment I'm going to remember those times when I did what I needed to do, you know, and had those moments with loved ones and um, chose to spend time in ways to create wonderful memories, you know, memories that I will remember. So, you know, as we reflect on this one, just kind of bring light to that on with one's work life and with your work life and your professional life. You know, how does that show up and how does that take away from any balance with family life and with social life? You know, and as these people were nearing the end of their lifetime, you know, that that was now relevant that it's like, wow, the clarity was that it's not all about work, 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 but it's relevant to have balance among the different aspects and among the different parts of life that we get to enjoy when we are in this body, enjoying this gift of life. The third one, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. That so many of us you know, until we consciously choose otherwise, is it's easiest to suppress our feelings and to suppress them, to repress them, to just push them down. And me personally as an athlete, you know, we were we were taught to just keep going. And, you know, there's so much emphasis on winning and striving and playing hard that there wasn't much, much space to really feel what was really happening and to address what was really happening and to process what was really happening. So through sport, I f feel that I kind of gained this kind of toughness to life. And through that toughness, though it served me in certain capacities and it served me on various fields and on the basketball court, yet that toughness, though, also was creating a disconnect in, in relationships, in relationships with family, friends, partners, etc., and, you know, so something I've 
really focused on and through the the yoga practices and different techniques is really letting down those walls and seeing that invulnerability is where a space for connection is truly created that when we can really be honest with how we're feeling and not um, deny the feelings we have Um, in one one specific case that I can um, recall in this moment is you know when I was growing up I was raised in a very loving family that was very um, I was very provided for and had basic needs Um, and having many siblings there wasn't necessarily extra but we had we had what we needed when we needed it and um, one thing though I I remember growing up it we didn't say verbally I love you a lot so that expression of expression expressing our feelings with the words I love you wasn't common and it wasn't something that I remember being taught to me and so I remember when I was later in college and beyond to be able to tell another human being I love you at that time was really challenging like it took a lot of courage it took really feeling vulnerable and really being able to um, express myself when necessarily I didn't know how and was maybe scared and scared of being hurt and scared of being rejected and wondering how the other person would receive it and take it and you know there was a lot of baggage and layers to it Um, but through these yoga practices and and techniques and seeing the beauty and being vulnerable and open with my feelings that I eventually at some point went for it and and started you know I said it to the first person I I, whoever I really felt that about I I said that I I love you I really do and um, you know that one time got the ball rolling and then little by little and with more and more practice and with more and more connection to myself through the yoga practices, I was able to say it more and more and more. You know, and fast forward today to today where now it's part of my basic vocabulary and I love to share it because I feel immediately connected to the love within when I say that and I mean it. And I also feel the connection to another when we have that moment of sharing those powerful words and I I mean I said it tonight to a group of students and I authentically meant it and you know how beautiful is it when we can authentically express our feelings because we're here we're in a human body every human body is going to feel feelings and part of the human experience is expressing those and yes we we may need to reflect on when is the appropriate timing to express those and to whom yet when we do feel them it's a beautiful thing to open up that space and just authentically share you know here's what I'm feeling and it's been in my journey like pleasantly surprising how they're received and how really in my experience it's just been when I've opened up in that manner it's created a space where then the other person is able to open up in a really deep vulnerable open manner too and has led to so many beautiful interactions and connections that I couldn't even fathom or expect so I really love that this one is you know on this list that 
that's what we're really here for. Like, let's, it's time, you know, it's time to lay down the armor. It's time to be worried about whatever, but it's time to just express, to express the things we're authentically feeling with one another from a loving, caring, mindful place if it is relevant. You know, another thing that the nurse noted related to this one is that she said she saw that many people developed illnesses related to any bitterness or resentment that bitterness or resentment that they carried as a result of not expressing their feelings. You know, so it's a reminder that we're in this human body. It's all connected. And when we have these things that we're just stuffing down or, you know, putting in our, our hypothetical closet, the closet of our hips, and we just stuff it down in our hips, that it's starting to create a dis-ease, a dis-ease in the body that can result into actual developed illnesses. And fourth, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. And the nurse shared how in this one that, you know, many people become so caught up in their own life that sometimes they let an important friendship just kind of go by the wayside and that many people regretted not giving friendships the time and effort that they deserved and that when people are in their last days, they often miss dear friends. And how beautiful is that, that we have our blood family that we are karmically tied to and here to learn from. Then our karmic family, blood family, is going to be some of our greatest teachers. You know, they're really going to show us the things and the areas that we can work on to refine ourselves. And then when it comes to friendships, you know, the beautiful thing about friendships is we can choose friendships. That life sometimes puts us in proximity with people. However, when it comes to who we want to be our friends, you know, in the end, it's our choice. And when we choose these friendships, it's, you know, meeting one of the desires of the human to relate. To relate to other beings that, yes, we have a desire to relate to our family and to significant others. We also just have a a desire to relate to people to one another and through our friendships we can relate and really have these moments of community of connection um, moments without judgment moments of support moments of being heard being seen being felt so as you know we look at this one just taking that moment to reflect on those important beings in your path and maybe it's relevant today to text someone maybe it's relevant today to give someone a call that you haven't chatted with in a while or maybe it's relevant to write someone a letter that these relationships you know they're really the the sugar the sugar and spice and what really make this life experience fun as we get to choose these people to spend time with in our life. And lastly, 
five, I wish that I had let myself be happier. This was a surprisingly common one. I wish that I had let myself be happier. So with let in there, it's pointing out that this is a choice. That it's not, they're not hoping they would have been happier. They're not wishing they were happier. I wish I'd let myself be happier. So our relationship to happiness or joy, long-term joy, and joy and radiance in life is our choice. It is our choice in every moment. Are we choosing to show up with joy? Or are we choosing to show up with all kinds of negativity? And again, you know, we have so much power that regardless of how we've ever shown up before today, before this current now, that we can always choose a different way. So right in this moment, Right in this moment, wherever you are on the globe, on the planet, can you let yourself feel joy right now? Can you let yourself be happy right now? That your happiness, your state of joy, is not related to external things that move and come and go. That true joy, a state of joy, which leads to happy moments and happy experiences, a true state of joy is a choice of an internal state within. And that even when times are challenging, how can we still embody and choose joy? Joy for the journey. Joy for every breath. That here we are living in this middle part of our life with every conscious breath, getting the opportunity to learn, to share, to talk, to communicate, to hang out, to follow our soul's calling. And how much joy that brings that we do have a breath. So we do have a moment to choose, to choose a new way. And that fear no longer has to run the show. That we can choose, consciously choose, a higher emotion, a higher vibrational emotion of joy. So as we take these all in, these five regrets of the dying, Let's take some time to reflect. So if you have a paper and pen nearby, grab it. Or you can just take a moment to reflect mentally. And reflect. Reflect on the last cycle, maybe the summer or the spring or just the whole 2019. And reflect and take a moment to honor yourself for three things that you are proud of yourself for. Three things that you are proud of yourself for. 
you know, that we're, we've been conditioned by society to easily notice what's missing and what's not going right and what's not working. So as part of our reclaiming our own power, we have to remember to take these moments to reflect and honor the things we are doing. And then even if some things aren't working exactly as we would like them or prefer them, there's a lot of stuff that is working. So much stuff is working. And the more we take that time to pause, to reflect, to notice all the things that are working. Our health is working enough that we're breathing right now to be listening, among other things. So much is working as we take that time to reflect. And second question, what truly excites you? What lights you up? What is it that you really want to do and experience before you take your last breath? What truly lights you up? What sets your soul on fire? What do you seek to experience and do here before you take your last breath? And then three, what holds you back from that? What holds you back from following that, whatever you wrote in number two, fully? What holds you back? As you reflect on all of that, and here we are, you know, approaching again the equinox, this is time. It is now time to activate our new growth cycle. And as we move into our new growth cycle, it's relevant to let go of old ways of thinking and to open up to new ways of thinking. So as we start to move into right now, that it's time to stop waiting, it's time to really follow the unique desires of your heart. That that is why we're here. Here we are in September. It's not time to wait till next year. The time is right now. Right now we have this moment. We have this breath. So therefore, we have time and space to actualize, to realize right now. And through this process, fear can arise. The first thing is fear. All right, okay, I know what lights my soul on fire, yet I don't know how to do it. I don't know the steps. I don't have the money. I don't have the resources, on and on and on. All that, all those thoughts are thoughts. They're content filling up the mind. So as one proceeds forward, we need to transcend. We need to take a larger, broader perspective of our experience above those thoughts. We need to meet ourselves at a more expansive state than those types of thoughts. So 
when we move into actualizing and realizing what lights us up, even with fear presence, we get the opportunity to invoke courageousness. And two of those five regrets from the dying were about courage. I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself. I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. So there's this huge aspect of courage. And the beautiful part about courage is, is that courage is a choice. Courage is a choice right now to have, to cultivate, to invoke, and to step into right now. And when one is courageous, living courageously, and taking steps with courage, it does not mean the absence of fear. It means that you're choosing something else is more important than the fear. And that's why we're here. That every human being is going to experience fear, does experience fear. Yet, as one moves into their greatness and activates their own inner greatness, they allow fear to be there. And fear is no longer a roadblock to life. Fear is like just something on the side of the road. Oh yeah, there's that fear thing again. Yet, I'm going in this direction courageously to actualize and realize my soul's calling because I'm not going to be on the bed in my last breath regretting what I came here to do. So it's not by accident you're listening to this episode. It's not by accident you've been drawn here and you've had time and space to reflect. So honor. Honor the call of your heart. Honor the unique desires that are on your heart. Not on mine. Not on anyone else's. But they are on yours. So honor them. Share the gifts from your heart. And nature receives. Nature receives and nature supports when one is being themselves fully. When anything in nature is itself fully, it is fully supported. When anything in nature goes halfway, it's a different story. Nature screams. Everything in nature goes all the way, goes fully in this time. Now is the time. Let go of waiting. Get out of the waiting room of life. And today, make that choice. Now is the time to follow the calling of your heart. I love you. Thank you for listening to the Light on Being podcast. Like all things in time, this is an evolving living thing as we discover our wholeness and light together. I'm excited that you're along for the journey and I would love to connect with you. You can reach out to me on Instagram at lightonbeing. Send me a message with any comments or questions and they may be addressed on an upcoming episode. If you enjoyed today's podcast, the highest compliment that one can give is to share the episode with a friend or leave a review. Make sure to look up at the full moon and see her bright, radiant light. She is fully being.